Hello and welcome to Feminine Fire, a podcast where spirituality meets soulful business strategy. I'm your host, spiritual life and business coach, Beth Cazillo, here to help you ignite your inner fire and step into the highest vision for your life and business. Join me as we explore what it takes to get out of your own way, up-level your worth, master your mindset, and build the spiritual business of your dreams. If you're a spiritual woman ready to create a life and business that truly sets your soul on fire, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. This is Feminine Fire. Hi, 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 and welcome back to the Feminine Fire podcast for another episode. I'm so glad you're here. I hope you're well. I hope you've had a wonderful week. I'm recording this for you on a Sunday afternoon. I've snuck into my office. Matt and Noah are playing somewhere in the house. Hugo is asleep and I just have this beautiful pocket of time to come in and record this for you. I'm sitting at my desk. I can see at the window the garden. The sun is shining. It's beautiful. And I hope that it's beautiful where you are too. Now let's get into this episode. Today, I have a short and sweet, but highly strategic and impactful solo episode for you. We're talking content creation. Content creation is one of the biggest challenges for spiritual business owners, particularly when it comes to social media content. If I had a dollar for every conversation I've had with my clients, with other business owners, with my own coach about creating content and how frustrating and fickle it can be, I'd have a lot of dollars. Often the conversation goes something like, I've just completely lost my mojo when it comes to creating content. I don't have the motivation to do it. I don't feel inspired anymore. I feel like I'm just shouting into an empty void. How can I get motivated to show up and create content for socials again? Now, firstly, I think it's really important to note that content goes way beyond just social media. And if you don't already, I'd recommend having more than just social media content in your content strategy. Yes, socials might be your primary channel, especially when you're first starting out, but you do want to be adding in other layers to your content strategy over time, particularly email. If you are not on the email marketing bandwagon yet, consider this your sign to get on it. It is a really, really powerful marketing tool. But back to content creation and how frustrating it can be. I think the collective frustration with content creation boils down to how you feel about the return on your time investment. Because creating content does take time. And if you're spending your precious time creating content, but not seeing results, then of course it feels frustrating. If you're creating content, but not seeing growth in your business, not attracting soul aligned clients, then I'd hazard a guess that you might be missing a key piece from your content strategy. So today I'm going to share the three types of content you need to grow your business and attract soul aligned clients. I'll share what the three different types are, why you need all three, and then share some questions that will help you audit your own content strategy to determine which of these three you need to focus on more so you can start creating content strategically and ultimately grow your business and attract more clients because that's what we all want, right? So let's kick off by introducing the three types of content first. Essentially, these three types of content align with your customer journey from when your clients first find you to when they're just getting to know you and then when they're buying from you. You want to be creating content at each point of this journey. The first type of content is growth content. This is content that gets you in front of new audiences 
and grows your community. So to give you some examples, we're talking about guest interviews on other people's podcasts, guest blogging, guest masterclasses in other people's communities, speaking gigs, traditional press, paid ads, engaging in relevant Facebook groups, really any collaborative work where you get to leverage the trust of your collaborator's audience. And the key here is to ensure that your audience is aligned. You want to make sure that the people you're getting out in front of are your ideal clients. So you want to be collaborating with people who have a similar audience to you. They might have a similar audience to you, but perhaps they're serving them in a different way. So for example, you might be a doula who's collaborating with a prenatal yoga teacher. You both serve pregnant and postpartum mums, but in different ways. That's a really powerful collaboration. Other examples of growth content can be things like TikToks and Instagram Reels, but I would argue that this is changing. When it comes to Instagram and Instagram Reels in particular, you're relying on the ever-changing algorithm and your content going viral to bring new people into your community. And Instagram has recently shifted yet again. Currently at the time of recording this, which is March 2023, Instagram seems to be back evenly favoring reels, carousels, and image posts. So it's really anyone's game. The takeaway here is that you can't rely on the ever-changing Instagram algorithm for your growth content. I would be focusing on aligned collaborations in this space as much as possible. The second type of content is nurture content. This is content that builds relationships with people already in your community. So some examples of nurture content include email, your own podcast, your own YouTube channel, your own blog, your own Facebook group, any Instagram content that you're creating for your own Instagram, basically any content you're creating for your own channels. This is the content where you are serving your community, where you're teaching them something, inspiring them, giving them epic value. This is about building trust and building a relationship with your people establishing yourself as a trusted authority in your field, as the go-to person for whatever it is that you do. When we typically think of content creation, this is usually the type of content that will come to mind first, nurture content. The third type of content is sales or conversion content. This is content that converts, where you are actively selling your offers and inviting people to take the next step with you. Some examples of sales content include webinars, multi-day challenges, masterclasses and workshops, summits, sales-focused emails, Instagram stories, anything where you're explicitly saying, hey, here's my thing and you should buy it. Usually, if you're shying away from sharing this type of content, it's because sales feels icky or gross. And if that is you, I really encourage you to listen to the previous episode, episode 93, where I dive into all things soulful sales, including the mindset you need to sell in a way that feels easeful and soulful. Because you need to be sharing sales content. You need to be telling people how to buy from you. You need to be telling them how to work with you. And if your mindset is holding you back from sharing sales content and asking for the sale, then you're going to be leaving money on the table for sure. You need all three of these types of content. You need content that is bringing new people into your community consistently, content that is serving, nurturing, and building trust with them once they're there, and then content that sells your offers. Growth 
nurture and sales content. So the question then is, what's missing from your content strategy? Most often people focus on creating nurture content primarily, which can then result in things like really solid relationships with your community, but slow audience growth. And lots of people who are really excited and ready to buy whenever you launch something new, but then really challenging second and third launches because your warmest audience have already bought during the first launch. There's no one new there that you're selling to. So you need to also be bringing new people into your audience, otherwise known as filling the top of your sales funnel if you want your business to grow sustainably. You don't want to be launching something new every five minutes just to continue making money consistently. That is a one-way street to burnout city. So to determine what might be missing from your content strategy right now, I've got some questions that you can ask yourself. So number one, growth content. Are new people consistently learning about your business? What are the mechanisms for them to do so currently? How are you getting yourself and your message out in front of new aligned people right now? Number two, nurture content. Does your existing audience engage with your content regularly? How are you showing up to serve and support your people through your content? Are you having conversations and dialogue with the people in your community in some way right now? Number three, sales content. Are you giving people opportunities to buy your stuff? Are you clear and upfront about how people can work with you? Is the next step easy as pie for them to take? And number four, considering all of this, what is the one type of content you would benefit from creating more of? That's your next step. Go create more of the content that's been missing from your strategy because you need to be creating all three types of content growth content to bring them in, nurture content to build a relationship with them, and sales content that invites them to work with you. You need all three, and you need all three at all times. This is what is going to keep your business making sales consistently. So I hope that you've learned something from this episode today about your business, about your current content strategy, and how you can start to make some changes and add some pieces of the content puzzle into your strategy that will ultimately move you closer to your goals. I also just want to say that I recommend selecting one or two things to add into your strategy at a time and commit to them for the next 90 days in order to see the results and evaluate from there. So if you're wanting to add more growth content into your strategy, then I'd pick just one or two things like pitching yourself to more podcasts and maybe running some paid ads. I wouldn't try and do everything all at once. That's just going to be overwhelming for you. And committing to a strategy for a good period of time to get some data and evidence to base your next steps on, 90 days at least, because you need to know what's working and what's not working before you can make a strategic and intuitive decision. So add one or two things in, keep an eye on what's working, keep an eye on what's not working. And then use that to keep checking in and evaluating and tweaking your strategy as you go. Amazing. Let's get cracking on creating some incredible content for your people at all stages of your client journey. And if you enjoyed this episode today, I would love to hear from you. Come and find me on Instagram at beck.cazillo. Send me a DM. Let me know what resonated most for you. 
Thanks as always for tuning in and being here. I hope you have an absolutely wonderful day and week and I'll see you next time on the Feminine Fire podcast.